G'day everyone and welcome to the Australian Herpticulture Podcast. How you going Luke? Good mate, how are you? Good. It's been happening mate? Not much. I've uh, <laughs> kind of hit a bit of a uh, slow period here I think. I've I've hurt my thumb and I've got all these chores to do and I can't really do much. Yep. So. <laughs> yeah, you sent me a picture the other day. Yep. Uh, work-related injury. <laughs> yeah, been in and out of the doctors this afternoon for a capacity certificate or whatever they call it and got to go off for a t- CT scan to see if I've uh, fractured my scaphoid, I think, which is some bone in your thumb or whatever. But, yeah, long story short, basically I was undoing a RODI water uh, filter unit thing with my boss on a Saturday yep. and, yeah, I think I've just sprained it or something like that pretty bad, but... Basically, as soon as I put pressure on it, it hurts. So, probably shouldn't put yeah. pressure on it. <laughs> yeah, and your thumb too. It's like you know, you kind of need that oh. the most out of most of your fingers. I haven't done much. Like I've, I don't think I've ever done an injury to my thumb. But it's like after having done it, I'm so frustrated with myself because I've got to do do something simple, like you know, turn the key in the car or something like that, and go. Mm, no, I have to do it in between my index and my rude finger or something like that instead because the thumb just doesn't like it anymore. <laughs> Yeah, and then you realise, you don't realise, like, every time that you have an injury on your finger or something, you always whack it on everything. Yep. Like, you walk past the door and you just whack your thumb on the door kind of yep. thing. But, like, just, it's the simple stuff, right? Like, even pulling your phone out of your pocket or something like that. That's just like, oh, yeah. fuck, that sucks, you know? Like, Putting your shoes on, like. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. But, so, I've got a lot to do, but I'm doing a lot of sitting around being frustrated instead. And, um, yeah, the countdown's on for you too, mate. Not long now. Danny is growing so much. She's finally into maternity pants and she looks very, very comfortable. Yep. I reckon they're, um, they're a good invention, those maternity pants. They're like track pants or whatever. They go right up over the belly. But um, yeah, yeah, not long now. She had a scan today. Uh, what is she now? I can't remember what she is now. She's like two weeks and she's 36 weeks or something like that. But it's about a month, thereabouts. Yeah. To go. So and I think from 36 weeks, it's like, it's good to go from 36 weeks, usually, they say. Yeah. So I think they're still under the impression they'll induce at 38, depending on growth. Yeah. Um, obviously, if it decides to have a massive growth spurt now, then they might go earlier. But. Which is a bit of a freaky thing. I've just got. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you just got. Oh crap! Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of like I've accepted 38 weeks, and now I'm going oh, 36. That's only like two weeks away. Um, yeah, yeah, it's nerve wracking, but I'm excited. Is your room finished? Room? <laughs> you mean the corner of our bedroom? Yeah, yeah, the corner of yeah, that's right. Yeah, the corner of our bedroom is the the bassinet's there. We've got yeah. a change table, and I've cleared out most of the wardrobe in the other room and stuff to start storing things in there. But um, no, I still need to get rid of a couple of tanks out of that room. Hey, I've still got that that vivarium just sitting there. I haven't been very proactive yep. in advertising it too well. So once I get a few things changed around in there, then there'll be way more room in that room. Yeah, but yeah. I'm excited though, dude. I'm like incredibly oh, yeah. excited to meet it. We um we went down to my family's place down south this weekend for my brother's twenty first and it was really good just to hang out with my folks and and my brothers for a couple of days and, and see them because I hadn't seen one of my brothers since Christmas and um that was the first time they'd seen Danny since Christmas as well. So, you know, seeing her and you know, the baby's kicking my mum my and my dad and stuff like that, they were yeah. They were ecstatic. Is that their first grandchild? Yeah. 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 So they're yeah, they're incredibly excited, hey. Yeah. My grandma's like knitting little little sweaters and things like that for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very cute. But um Yeah. Uh, it's awesome. Yeah, it's like I was saying before we uh, hit record that that the um yeah, can the turtles are we bought some um feeder fish for them on the weekend just to give mm. them a bit of a mix up dropped them in and they went mental for it. Yeah. And daughter's like, because <laughs> we went there and bought like the, the cum and she's holding the bag of fish and she's like, and then like you point to the fish and I'm like, oh, I wonder if she knows these are going to be turtle food. <laughs> <laughs> Put them in there and she was like, loved it. And she was watching them swim and because the water's like pretty like crystal clear at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. She was absolutely loving it. And they've all got their own little like, 
hiding spots now that's like kind of cooled down this little bit and they kind of sit in the same spot every time and sit near the side and get a little bit of heat from the side when the, the sun's sitting there. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, so every, every day it's down there. Get home from work. Turtles, turtles, turtles. Got to take it down and see the turtles. Bring it back up. How good will it be when they're in like a bit of a shallower pond or something too where she can yeah. see them actually get out and bask and yeah. Yeah, that'd be weird. They've got a little like a basking ledge, but obviously it's a bit cooler. They're not, they don't use it as much. But mm. yeah, I want to have like a little, what or where I'm going to put it. I want to have like the pond, and then the other half will just be like land almost. So they'll be able to get out and yeah, walk around and you know do their thing kind of thing. But I'll have a big like mesh cover over it because we've got a couple of cats that jump in our yard. Yeah, like we have a cat, but our cat stays inside. But yeah, we've got a couple of cats that make their way into our backyard, so have a night time. It'll also be better for, you know, safety with your kids and stuff like that too, just to exactly. make sure that they're not yeah. going to do what they shouldn't be doing and going for That's right. unsupervised swims. I can yeah, imagine you doing son. that. Yeah, definitely go in there. So my son, just to get in there, she'll be in swimming with the turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Everything, everything's turtle, turtle, turtle. Like you might miss it any time she sees it. Yeah, she's absolutely loves them. We'll have to go down for that visit sometime, uh, maybe in spring yeah. or something like that, when it starts warming up with with Andrew and Terence and stuff. And yeah. we've been invited to go down and have a couple of drinks and and bring Heidi down to check it all yeah. out. That'll yeah, cool. no, she'll absolutely love that. So yeah, no, I'll definitely have to do that for sure. Watch Andrew pull out the pool scoop and dredge the things off the bottom of the pond. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got now? <laughs> I'll be trying. I'll be trying to hold her so she's not diving in the water because like, <laughs> she loves water too. So yeah, but uh, yeah. Nah, that'll be awesome. That's yeah. That's that's probably one of the best thing with kids is you get to enjoy your hobbies with them as well. And it's funny because I haven't forced it on them as well. Like I've never like you know they've just enjoyed it. Yeah, like they came down and he was obsessed with dinosaurs. My son and then. That's kind of how I got my foot back into, <laughs> as the listeners have probably heard, getting into everything again. But the dinosaur wizard. Yeah, I've never, yeah, I've never forced them on anything. So, oh, that's wicked. It's good. That's the way it and should be. Though. Like of, yeah, yeah. And ever since going down to your house that time, and he saw your green tree pythons, he's on a bit of a snake kick at the moment. Like he gets out of the bath now. And he pretends he's a snake. <laughs> so I've got to wrestle him for 20 minutes trying to put his bloody pajamas on so he doesn't freeze to death because it's so cold. <laughs> so, wiggling around. Yeah, wiggling around in his bed. I'm like, mate, put your pajamas on. You're going to get cold. He's just like, no, snakes don't wear clothes. <laughs> he's just wiggling. Like, uh, Yeah, he's a funny kid, that one. You should tell him <laughs> to put on his snake skin. Kid. That's what I said. I go, snakes wear skin. He goes, no, but snakes take off their skin. Oh, like, he's got you on a technicality. Damn it. Yeah, he does. I'm like, mate, you're not even four yet. <laughs> oh, I just yeah, shed. He's, yeah. He's, yeah, that's what she said. He goes, I shed my pajamas. I'm like, mate, oh, I, I think I give up. <laughs> so, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. I saw you uploaded a new YouTube video the other day. I might watch that one after we get off here about your uh, – Oh, that was green, new tanks for your green tree pythons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just kind of getting them into position and building a bit of furniture for them. And um, yeah, that's I went for a bushwalk in that one and and got a big log for the Gillenai tank behind me. That's what that yeah. one was. That was like yeah, I'm I'm kind of lucky. I'm a little bit far ahead in the the video department at the moment. It's slowing down that's a good. little bit, but I think <clears throat> that would have been filmed like a month ago. Yeah, thereabouts. Yeah. Um, so. I kind of get out of track of what was where and what I've done and stuff. So, yeah, but yeah, I've um I haven't really been on social media much lately. Yeah, I've kind of been a bit busy, like mm. haven't posted anything, and everything's kind of slowed. Real, like except for this one, you can hear behind me. <laughs> but um, everything's slowed mate. down heaps. He is. You should see the size of him now. Getting chunky. He's massive now. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, everything's kind of really slowed down here. Like, I gave everything a good feed the other day, but nothing was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So. I was a little bit worried going down, you know, for a few days or whatever like that to see the folks. But I did a bit of a feed beforehand and, like, nobody was coming out for food. And I was like, oh, stuff is. <laughs> you can same, the same thing happened here. Top yeah. up the water bowls and I'll leave you alone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exact same thing happened here. I was kind of like, oh, all right. Like, everything's kind of, like, usually the leaf tails are out looking. 
But even they're kind of um, not out yet, <laughs> which is strange. <laughs> Kimina geckos are always out. They're always ready. Yeah. But, um, Did you see that uh, photo that Shane Black put up of a chameleon gecko that he found? Yeah. That was a good little photo. And Ollie. Ollie had a cracker oh, shot too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. I need to get up there and photograph them. Oh, and they both had original tails too. Mm. Yeah, it's like even better as far as photography is concerned. Have, yeah. have you got any plans in the works to get that far or are you, are you still kind of like teetering around with Todd to go and find like Swainy and stuff like that? Oh, I think that'll be more of a, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm probably just going more for some leafies at the moment, just yeah. stuff a little bit closer. <clears throat> um, yeah, because a big, I don't know, I'll probably, I'll see how we go when it warms up a bit. I might try and plan a trip up there and, and photograph them and get some, fingers crossed, get some green tree pythons as well. Everyone seems to be finding them recently as well. Mm. I've noticed all the herpers find them some absolutely crackers. I don't know if some of them are old pictures or not, but I think Matt might have gone up in there, like well, he lives up there, but might have gone out again recently and found some more juvies and stuff. Yeah. yeah I know Shane and uh, Leo have been putting up some photos from their trip earlier. Earlier this year? Yep. Yeah, it was earlier this year, I think. Yeah, I yeah. think it was, yeah. Yeah. No, that'd be um, – I'd love to see those in the wild, man. Absolutely love to see yeah, them. Yeah, same. It's good, though, because I love seeing all the photos because I end up saving them or screenshotting them and stuff, and I'm like, oh, this is all inspiration. I'm just going to lock this in the yeah. vault and, you know, create these little hatchy tanks. Need to really get some supplies yeah. for those, actually. But, yeah. Yeah, no, I can't. Hey, yeah, she's going. They still smash. Have they started changing yet or not nah, really? No, nah, they're not changing yet. No. Nah. I'm um, – they're still eating. Like, they're still eating well. Like, I just kind of feed them every couple of weeks. I'm not really mm. going over the top with them or anything like that. Not during the cooler yep. months anyway. Um, but I do have yeah. one that's having a bit of a average shed. I think I mentioned last time we were on. So, yeah. Starting to kind of start injecting the mice again just while it's a bit cooler and a bit drier and stuff like that just to try to get a little bit more bit moisture into them. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Yeah, that always helps. Like, I just don't quite – I'm a little bit weirded out, right? Because, like, my house is pretty much sealed up all the time and the humidity, mm. according to the humidity sensors throughout the house, is, like, pretty reasonable. Like, it's not like it's drying out. And I do have, like, 700-odd litres of fish tanks essentially in the house, which do add to a hell of a lot of humidity in mm. here. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. That's all good. It might just be that little microclimate inside that container, you know, like – Mm. you missed it, you spray the paper down, that increases your humidity for a bit, but once it dries out, mm. it can dry out pretty quick because you've got it on a heat tape, do you? Or is the heat tape at the back? Cord, heat cord underneath. Heat cord, yeah. yeah. Like a normal snake rack, yeah. So that heat cord will dry it out super quick. Yeah. Yeah. But it's funny because, like, even now, like, I'm looking, I've just checked the, the little tubs, right? Like, they look a little bit dry against the back, but, like, the front two-thirds of the paper towel still moist, and that was, like... Before I went away from the weekend, I cleaned them and did that. So that's still yeah. three, four days. But, yeah, you're right. I think what I could probably do is even um, just add, like, a little ball of sphagnum moss or something like that in there and, and soak that yeah. or in, like, a little Tupperware container or something just to hold a little bit more relative humidity if in there. Yeah, near the back there mm. too because that'll take a little bit more to dry out. So. Yeah, exactly. So that's all right. Refining things I've never had hatches during winter before it was a lot easier in summer but you know that's all good figure it out i just don't want to chuck them into those exoterras just while it's like this though just because oh, if definitely. they're drying out <clears> in <throat> these little essentially sealed you know warm boxes i don't want to do that into a big glass tank that's you know going to be a bit cooler so yeah but at the same time you could cover you know the top with a bit of pvc or a bit of glass and you're kind of in that living room mm with those fish tanks, but you're also going to have plants in there as well. So they'll just naturally raise the humidity. Yeah, that's very true. Well. I think it's just a matter of getting the um, supplies together, to be honest. I was actually just looking at one yeah. of them a little bit closer. I'm like, after you mentioned, do they change in color? I was like, oh, no, no, he's not. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was speaking to Corey uh, from Fish Organics and Reptile Supplies. So oh, yeah. I might get him to yeah. send a few of his kits up um, for those tanks. So. Yeah, nice. Do that, and I just need to start rustling together some plants and some some vines and things. 
bits and pieces and ready to go? Are you going to go try and go native or are you just going to try and... I think I will try to go native, to be honest. I'll just go back to that native nursery and and see what yeah. I can find from there. Um, that being said, though, I'm in two minds. Like, I'd really like to do a couple of those photo backgrounds on the back of the tanks. And if I'm going to do that, yeah. I'd like to do it before I do anything just because mm. it'll just be a bit painful. So... I might speak to to old mate from from down that way. He's he's pretty quick on the ball now. Hey, like I've got, I haven't put them in yet, obviously with my hand, but I've got all the backgrounds now for for everything in this room sitting here. So it's just a matter of oh, nice. waiting on my hand Get to be a bit in. better and and popping them in. So he whacked out the ones for the frilly and the and the Gil and I real quick. He had those done in I think about four days or something for me on on the aluminium board too. So oh nice. Yeah. <clears throat> went that route because they go they go inside those ones don't they yeah. they get obviously because they're the um the melamine enclosures yeah they're the they're, those ones are pvc but yeah they're um oh that's right yeah the ones you build yeah yeah, yeah. i was thinking the reptile one ones they're done they're yeah that's I your, love your corner yeah it's <laughs> good eh? i just walk in it's like someone posted a someone posted a picture the other day of a i think it was a that was a gill and i striped tab was it yeah or maybe it was and I thought, for some reason, I thought someone shared your picture of your inside your enclosure. I'm like, it looks like in the what looks like the picture you sent me that time. And I was like, I thought it was a shot you got when you were away. Mm. And turns out it wasn't. It was your shot from inside the enclosure. And I sent it to you. I'm like, I did say, thought this was your picture, but obviously it wasn't. It was someone that had sort of herping. But um, yeah, no, they look unreal. Yeah, they, they do come up really nice. I'm um. The more and more I get done in here, the more and more I'm like, oh, I can see that light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm excited for that because then it means I can just just tweak shit, you know, not have to yeah. worry about the big stuff anymore. So that's all right. Not much further to go. I've, I've had a mouse explosion recently. Yeah. What's so I think last- Babies everywhere. Yeah, last time <laughs> I was talking, I was telling you how they were bringing out the dead. Remember that? Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, they're, yeah, they're yeah. dragging like little babies out. Sacrificing the babies out. Yeah. That was real weird. <laughs> For the master that feeds them. <laughs> um, but I was speaking to Mitch and speaking to another guy, and you know how I was telling you about how they're like chewing their ears or whatever? Yeah. Well, I decided to go ahead and do a bit of a mite and lice treatment on them just in case there's something hanging in there. So I kind of stripped down the enclosure, gave it a good clean, and through that of it, I was like emptying out the hollow logs and stuff, trying to get them all out into a big tub so then I could wipe this stuff on the back of their necks and pop them back into the the tank. And there's like all these mice that are like kind of half grown in there. So I think there's yeah. 19 in total now when I did my count. Wow. So they've – something's been right in there. <laughs> I thought they were – yeah. Knocking them all off, but apparently maybe they were knocking them off because there was so many already. So, yeah, exploded. That's crazy. It's funny on any are they hop, hopping mice? Hopping mice, yeah, yeah. Looks got heaps. <laughs> yeah, I'll have a few spare soon. That's for sure. But um, yeah, no, they've been good. They're the only thing I really come in here and hang out with now. Everything else is pretty much asleep or comes out for a slight bask here or there. Or yeah, my boys have yeah. Kind of once found its spot on top of the um, LED plant light, just sleeps up there all the time now. They still turning it on and off? Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so every, day, every couple of days, I've got to go in. If he gets in the right spot, I've got to like, put my finger on the button and turn, just push him out of the way a bit and turn it back on. <laughs> he's, he's dimmed it at the moment. So it's funny. But, um, yeah, they're kind of hunkered down as well. Everything's, yeah, it's just more of the chameleon geckos that have been out lately. It's funny because I feel like I'm working so hard on the reptiles, but I'm not working on the reptiles. I'm working on the enclosures. Yeah. And the reptiles are just sitting there, which is kind of a good thing because it'd be pain in the bum if it was all happening. But Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing everyone come spring. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, these guys are still active a little bit, but nowhere near as much as they were. They're just doing their thing, so... It's good. The cricket bill's gone down. Yeah. I've been feeding out woodies heaps lately because I'm just like, well, I've got the woodies, woodies there. and There. I get some small crickets every few weeks or something just for some of the smaller, you know, 
like the the hatchy gillinai and stuff that are still kind of eating. Um, mm. That's good. Yeah, I need to set up some um, heat mats for these crickets. Are you losing? I lost like board. Yeah, I was losing like boarded some. It was like, and we had a real cold night coming out the next day, and a bunch of them were just gone. Mm. Yeah, oh, that sucks. So, it's money. It's all money. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, especially like, you know, through the summer, no issues at all. Like, Yeah. Because it's not getting that, that cold temperature, but as soon as it gets that little bit, especially because the, the room temp does get down to about 10, I think, in here. Mm. I mean, like when it's, I think it's about 5 o'clock in the morning, I can check the grid connect and and check but yeah it gets down to i think the floor gets down to about 10 and up the top gets to about 13 i think yeah okay cool so, <clears throat> yeah so yeah it just knocks them right off yeah. but um but yeah it's um yeah i just have to get a little heat mats holder for them so i don't lose them yeah even um you, you just got the one tub i got two i got one for smaller crickets and then one for Larger ones. I mean, I might even have a few heat cords or something kicking around if you want to grab one off me. I think I've got one tucked in the shed somewhere. I've got to find it, but it's a, it's a one of the, I think it's like a, what are the long ones? They're like eight meter long ones. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. The big ones. It's one of the real big ones. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, but, not, um, no, just the log. Nah, I might just get a heat mat and just sit both of them on the heat mat kind of thing. Like, heat mats are convenient as far as that goes. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I might just do that. But other than that, yeah, it's slowed down. Like, yeah, I've, I used to come out every night, but every second night now, like, kind of come out and everything's hiding. I'm like, oh, just go back upstairs, <laughs> sit in the warmth. It's good, though, because it means, like, the animals that you've got there, they're all cooling down. You know, obviously, with you getting a whole bunch of the leafies yeah. and stuff recently, you're kind of getting them cycled yeah. almost to, to your room and then hopefully come... Um, hopefully come, you know, spring and, and summer and stuff, you'll be pumping eggs out. Fingers crossed. That's the plan. So. Are you going to go hard with it this year? Oh, as hard as you can go, I guess. Yeah. Like, as, as you can only do so much, really, like, at the end of the day, like, especially with the geckos, it's not like, you know, you power feed them. They'll only eat as much as they'll eat. Yeah. You know? But I mean, yeah. If I'll, whatever I can get, I'll, I'll, I'll try and get. So, like, everything's just going to be paired up because I just keep them all together anyway. Yeah, the pairs and the trios and stuff. So, um, but yeah, I would like to get some Swainy still, oh. and a um, female celebrosis. Well, t- touch wood that you do actually find those because that would be awesome to kind of round that out. Um, yeah. But I, I hope for your sake and for the hobby's sake in general that you do get quite a few numbers out this year just to kind of put a bit of a boom back into the leafies and stuff. So get them into yeah, some good yeah, hands. Yeah. And There's a few people working with Swainy that I've, I've spoken to. Um, it's, a, it's good to see there's a few corners around as well. Mm. Um, but, yeah, there seems to be a couple of other things that just, yeah, not, not I don't know, maybe people just don't talk about them as well. But, yeah. <clears throat> There's a lot of that going on, I reckon. Yeah, definitely. But the community geckos are my main focus for fingers crossed for the next season. So yeah, well, that'll be wicked. They're, they're probably the um, well, way way less around, right? So yeah, definitely. It's good because I know a few people that have them now as well, and they're they're good keepers as well. Mm. So hopefully they'll um get some as well. I've already been saying if I get some, we'll trade some, some blood. <laughs> so, yeah. but build up my army. I'll be like you with Gillens. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to be able to keep more of them, but you know, yeah, I think I'm. I love the idea of that cohab on that um, Gondwana geckos does. I was going to mention that because I can't remember if yeah. we mentioned it last episode, or I think he put it out afterwards. We did. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think we might have touched on it. but I think we touched on the, the cohab, but did we touch on that photo or was that photo? I don't think we did. Because that photo must have been more recent, I reckon. Yeah, I think it was actually. I think he had it in his story and then um, he uploaded a picture. But, um, yeah, that's definitely something I'm going to do, I think. 
because I was chatting to him. I think we did speak about it. Because he had the um, – you could see the chameleon gecko so easily and then, like, so many people were like, oh, I didn't realise the giant Cornutus just sitting underneath it. Sitting in front of it, yeah. <laughs> Thought it was a piece of bark. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, definitely something I want to try for sure. I mean, they're from the same area, so. Yeah. Oh, it's exciting days for you as well. You know, you've got your uh, the enclosure builder essentially contacting you for some sort of like final, yeah. you know, tweaks and things that you want on these enclosures and then he'll yeah. get everything underway. Keen for that. That'll be awesome. That'll be really yeah. good. I'm keen to yeah. see it because it it, like I've just watched the destruction of the wall behind you over the last few episodes that we've done. It's gone up. It's gone down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What do you got in that little tub uh, over behind you at the moment? Uh, they are white-lived tree frogs. Oi, nice. Yeah, so settling in. Some of them. Uh, yeah, I'm actually waiting. Been talking to someone else. He's getting some as well. So, can I get a couple more? That's going to be so, loud. Yep. Awesome though. That'll be awesome. They'll be inside though. They'll be inside eventually. That's the plan. <laughs> It's my wife's plan. That's okay. As long as it's her plan and she's the one that's kind of driving that ship, then when they start barking like dogs at 4 a.m. in the morning and you go, that was your choice, honey. Told you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so that's, yeah, they're awesome. Awesome. That'll be cool though. That's going to be a while though because you've only got like little morphs essentially, don't you? Yeah, little little ones. Uh, Yeah, there's a guy up in, uh, I was chatting to up in Queensland. He's getting shits. Do you think he said he's got some coming soon as well? Yeah, sweet. So I said, yeah, sweet, let me know. I'll uh, grab a couple more. So, so six in total, will that make it? Uh, yeah, I think it will, yeah. Well, it depends how many I get, yeah. yeah. But um, I just uh, my missus just wants a mail. Yeah, fair so enough. So, like, grow them up. Hopefully, you'll be able to get a mail out of some of it. And I wouldn't mind keeping a pair, to be honest. It'd be cool. I mean, you know, it, yeah. even if you'd. Just just to have a pair, like especially mm. the tank you're talking about, like just a pair would be nice and something like that um, once they're adult yeah. size and, you know, if you end up with a spawn, it would be something different. So be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't know what I'm doing. I'd be just scratching my head going, what the hell do I do with this? <laughs> <laughs> these eggs are soft and float. <laughs> yeah. 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 I can't put these in an incubator or just leave them in a tub of sphagnum moss on my floor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think that's one of those things that I I have tried breeding frogs a couple of times. I haven't put a hell of a lot of work into it, but I think if I ever yeah. was to get, you know, a spawn of uh, um, eggs or whatever out of frogs, I'd probably just try to, like, limit the amount that you end up hatching because I feel like frogs could be yes. very easily <clears throat> overwhelming. Yeah, especially because they're so small, trying to get them, like, trying to get food source and this and that, like, Hats off to people that breed frogs. Oh, sure. yeah. There, I reckon there's way more work involved in that than there is, yeah. you know, a Definitely. lot of our reptiles. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, And, and but, um, way less reward. Like, not that it's all about yeah. money, but at the same time, if you're going to try to break even or something breeding frogs, you're talking about some of those species that will have, like, hundreds of tadpoles and stuff, and then you've got to try to feed all those hundreds of metamorphs and stuff when they come out of the water, like... Yeah. It's like cheap. twenty bucks a frog, thirty bucks a frog, like. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, they're absolutely stunning. I, yeah, I, I've always had a soft spot for frogs, but um, I'm loving having yeah, my frog back or a frog back. Yeah, a frog. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I just can't wait till it's they grow nice and big. Mm. Nice big bulky frog. It always just amazes me about how much food they can put away. Oh, it's insane. Yeah. Like, you kind of underestimate the size, especially the size of the food they can eat. Yeah. Yep. Like, that filler crow, that male in there, he's he's huge now. Like, no joke, he'd be like... Jesus. Yeah. Did you break him? Doubled in the size. I think I might have. <laughs> I've, done the, I've done the Owen. <laughs> you know they're not but, supposed um, to get yeah, that big. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was like, oh, crap, he's huge. Like... But um, the other two, the other three are pretty small still. Except one, it's like you only ever see the other one on like a blue moon. 
he must have this little nook somewhere that he just like under, you know, it's like it's built up at the back and it's like, I think he tucks himself in between the, or her, whatever, I don't know what it is, but between the rock wall and like the, the back section there. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah it's, I kind of only ever find three and then on the odd occasion, oh, no, there's a fourth one. Yeah. Like, yeah, they do your head in. I always panic. I'm always like, where's this other one? But yeah, it pops out every couple of weeks just to grab a bit of food. Like the other ones, as soon as like you open the door, they're just onto that little log waiting for crickets. Yeah. So you- one jumped into the tub the other day. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had like the tub with the calcium powder, the crickets covering the calcium powder and just shaking like a couple of little crickets and he's good. Straight in the fuck in the tub, bang, bang, bang. bang. I'm like, hey, get out of there. <laughs> you come out looking like Scarface. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it was um, that was the big one too. So, oh, well, that'd be right. Would have had a field day if I left him in there. That's probably why he's so big. You can probably actually see him. Yeah, I can just make him out there. Yeah, yeah. You've still got the same hollow log that I had in there. The the bit of cork yeah. pipe. That's such a good bit of cork yeah. pipe. That. Oh, yeah, especially for them. I've got a bunch of, like, slabs, but um, for those who use for the leaf tails. But, um, you know, just that's his spot, waiting for crickets every time. um, Actually, speaking of bark slabs, how good was that enclosure for um, that pale-headed snake uh, by Jacobus Hanson I on Instagram? Man, that was an absolute cracker. I remember saying that just going, wow. It's like, how do you describe it? It was, yeah, I think he's got, um, so I'm just trying to find his, his post. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I think he's using, I think he uses native. Remember, I've chatted to him a couple of times, but, um, he uses native plants as well from the area that, like, that they found in. But yeah, slice of the pillager. I think that's how you pronounce it. Scrub, pale-headed snake. Um, yeah, it looks awesome. It just looks like the bush. Yeah, yeah. It's like where they're from, and he's got some awesome bits of uh, wood in there too. All the iron bark slabs that he's got in there at the back, and he's siliconed them into yep. place according to his post, and he's used a bunch of the kind of like bark dust and stuff in in amongst the gaps with some in silicon. Between it, it uh, elegantly simple. Is how I'd put it. Yeah, like it, it, yeah. it's yeah. doesn't look complicated to do, but it looks no. really, really natural. Yeah, he's used um, native grasses and I can't pronounce that word. Myoporum species. Myoporum, yeah, yeah. They're like usually little but, um, ground covers and stuff like that. Yeah, but now it looks awesome. It's yeah, it's like you said. It's it's not over the top. Like you see a lot of over-the-top enclosures sometimes, mm. but um, that's just nailed, like, the aesthetic of where they're from pretty much. Yeah, it looks good. Love to get to the Pilliger one day. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that was a really well-done enclosure. I really enjoyed seeing that pop up in my feed. I was like, oh, that's just – I was actually thinking about you and your leaf tails when I saw that and that kind of like – That's what I that thought too. Back yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, it's giving me a, something else to think of. Like, Yeah. But, um, well, that's it. Like you could keep your, your plant cover low, right? And especially because he's used essentially what looks like a, a a reasonable hollow log in the middle there. You know, you can still yeah. have your leafies sheltering and something like that over daytime or on the back of that log. Yeah. Or, you know, still have your... Or on the back wall. And- yeah, on your back wall. You could even stagger a couple of slabs. Yeah. But make it blend. But he's got awesome, he's got heaps of awesome enclosures. Oh, yeah. Like some of his van enclosures as well, like obviously sided, bar-sided skin enclosures. Mm. He's got the termite mounds and stuff. Yeah. No, he's got awesome enclosures. Yeah. He's... Um, what are they called? He's prickly forest skin enclosures awesome as well. Yeah, that was another really He's just good got, one. I think it's a, a native, um, what's it called? I've got it in my chameleon gecko tank. A maiden hair fern, a native maiden hair fern <laughs> from memory. Yeah. No, he's got some good enclosures. Oh, good I, herping I, I, photos too. I think he went on a little herp trip recently as well from memory. Maybe we'll have to reach out to him and see if he wants to come on for a yarn. 
Yeah. We'll see if he happens to. But yeah, no, I, I love seeing that sort of stuff coming up in the in in the feed. I haven't been on social media a hell of a lot lately, but there's been a few. No, nah, neither have a I. A few kind of cool things that I've seen pop up that yeah. Yeah, caught my eye. I kind of the the couple of seconds I have, I jump on and see like the first five posts, and then I'm off my phone now. Yeah. I don't get my long toilet breaks anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's why my viewership's gone down. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, so it's yeah, I'm yeah, I've just kind of not taken a break from it, but yeah, I just not I just don't have time to be on it at the moment. Got a bit going on. I don't think it's a bad thing. Like at the end of the no. at the end of the day there's um it's it's good to be off your phone, I think. I think it's a bit more healthy to be honest. But Yeah. It's also the day and age that we live in. For communicating. Oh well, that's it. Everything's on there. Yep. Tell you what, though. Literally everything. Did you did you catch that photo from Kai that he put up recently of the diamond? Python? Yeah, that diamond. That was an absolute cracker. I just love that shot in general because there's so much habitat in there. There's like the sun peeking through the clouds, and then it's just this beautiful looking diamond st- sitting on this kind of like hollow tree stump. He did well not to blow that out, like with the sun where it is. Mm. Um. Yeah. No, that's an awesome shot. That one. That's I love seeing that and um, like shots like that and nice planted enclosures on Instagram. I love it all. Even even yeah. down to that photo that I I slung. <clears throat> pardon me. Slung your way that um. Luke Youngins put up the um Kimberly Rock wanted a foot at LAJ Wildlife. Um. That was just amazing just to see that intricate detail. It almost looks like – it just reminded me of like a shoe because you kind of go, well, you know, a shoe has all these little like ridges on the bottom for, you know, grip and tread and all that sort of stuff. And these things have got it inbuilt into their feet, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's insane. Like and even – that's I think the other thing too is people – like you don't realise how intricate some of the small things are on some of these like smaller – like even some of the geckos as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, all the little dots on the feet and it's an awesome shot. I, I want to – I'm actually hoping that I see my female Kimberly out sooner rather than later in a position that I can actually get a hold of her so I can actually pick her up and have a look at that because it's one of those details that I probably haven't paid enough attention to on her. Luke's got a foot fetish. <laughs> <laughs> Even worse, it's a lizard foot fetish. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, funny. <laughs> Shame of your lizard toes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Leave, leave that one alone now. Otherwise, that'll get turned yeah. into some weird meme like the Yuki Mulch. Meme. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. That is funny. Uh, I like how he oh. takes those shots though, because he's done it on a few few geckos and stuff like that in the yeah. past as well. And it's just, it's a lot of, it's it's a shot you don't see a lot. No, no, that's right. I mean, you see the drawings in some of the old, uh, like uh, guidebooks and stuff of like t- feet and tail tips and toe tips and all that mm. and everything else, but you don't really see a nice crisp picture all too often. Yeah. Yeah, it's something that I've been trying to catch a little bit more of, even just on my phone when I have like a gecko on the front of the glass and they've got like their toes splayed really nicely or something. But yeah, my photography on an iPhone 8 is a lot different to his DSLR and his talent. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I'll leave that to him. Uh, but yeah, it's, um, I, it's, I think it's cool seeing it on monitors. I think geckos are one of those things that probably get done a little bit more. Yes, um, definitely. I actually, I don't know if he has. I'm sure he would have if he got hands on him. I'd love to see them on a Glibber Palmer. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't. I think he did a cave gecko once mm. on one of his popes. But the interesting thing about them is they've got it on their tail tip as well. Yeah, well, I got to see that in person. It's super interesting. Yeah, I used to see it when I had my guys. On the, that stick on the glass. He did it with some strafuras. But, um, yeah, I don't think, yeah, I'm not too sure about the Gliber Palmer. Maybe he hasn't gotten that close yet. Yeah. There's something about those smaller monitor species. I absolutely love them. Yeah. 
I'd love to. Uh, yeah. I'd love to be able to own Glebos one day. They're a bit of a dream monitor of mine. Yeah, uh, I do like. I do like them as well. I just feel like if I was to do them, I'd really have to do them justice, like. Because after speaking to Ricky and Luke heaps about them, because I don't know, I don't know why they've always been an interest of mine, but they're probably one of my favourite species is the Glebos. Um, and yeah. after speaking to them about just like the distances they cover in such short periods of time, and like the sort of like the habitat that they they have, like like they were both kind of like, oh, you can't do them justice in captivity. There's no way you can. You know, it's mm. you almost need more space than anybody would be able to provide for them. But yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things that I feel like you'd almost need a dedicated room for them at minimum sort of thing. Mm. So who knows? Maybe I'll stick to my Gillen's room one day. Yeah, just keep them all in there together. I'll just go a big walk-in rainforest. That would be wicked. <laughs> that would be really cool. Yeah. You'd obviously have to like oh. – You'd have to keep your species separate somehow, but – um. Well, you, you know, yeah. if you had like a big walk-in room with cohab of different types of species, you know, it'd be pretty cool. Even still, if you had a decent enough space, you might be able to do like a heap of different geckos and small skinks and stuff like that. You probably could. It'd be, small skinks. It'd, it'd, you, it'd, yeah. it'd be, if you're bringing in the big pythons and or, you know, greens or, or boids or something, you yeah. might run into issues You'd have there. issues. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But be pretty awesome. Bloody oath. Nice big room. Just do a divider down the middle with a bit of glass. Yeah. I'll win 60 million on Thursday in the Powerball. And- <laughs> <laughs> uh, that won't happen, but anyway, like one can dream. It's all right. If you're winning it, I'll be begging you for enough money for my Gillen's room. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it for you, mate. Yeah. Uh, oh. That would be so cool, though. I I mean, there's a few people out there on the internet that have kind of like rooms where they've, you know, done those sorts of things with. I think I watched, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I watched a video with a guy a little while ago now where his whole house was, it was in like the UK or something, but inside was like a rainforest. Like he had like all these different rooms that were set up as different sorts of rainforests from around the world. And he did have like reptiles just on the loose in, in these sections. Yeah. I vaguely remember watching a video. I can't remember what it was on. It was a guy. I think it was on YouTube. He had a room and it had heaps of different stuff in it. He just released like a thousand crickets into the room. Yeah. Like a box of thousand crickets, I think. But, um, yeah, that would be pretty cool. But I think it was like an old bathroom. I'm going to say it was a bathroom. Yeah, right. He turned into like a little mini jungle. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Yeah. But. Yeah, one can dream. One can dream. Did you uh, order the AHS book, Luke, the new one? I haven't because I spent too much money on my backgrounds and <laughs> I have currently about $30 to my name. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not yet. What's that? Uh, I have $30,000 in credit card debt. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I I didn't because everything around me has actually been breaking at the moment. I've just bought a new yeah. dryer, servicing cars, car parts have fallen apart. So, anyway, no is the answer to that. I, I am jealous, though. I saw that you got a couple of numbers on that list, I believe. Yeah, I got a couple, as per usual. Yep. But, um, yeah, I think there's still – I think there might even still be a few numbers on that list. So, if anyone wants to order – let me check, actually. If anyone wants to order – jump on that AHS um, Facebook page. You can actually get a um, – so zero to 100. They've got uh, book plates in them as well, signed book plates. Um, commodity, here we go. First 100 cycle with a special edition collectible signed book plate to commemorate the event. Um, yep, there's still actually quite a few spots left. I think it looks like there's like 20-odd – Books left, so oh, I might still if be anyone else is into collecting books, I would jump on one. Tyson's, I see Tyson on there. The usual suspects are on there as well. Mitch has, Mitch has got his one. Yeah, no, I got, I got my numbers in as well. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, no, it's good. No, I love I love those books that come in the book place. Like Scott gives you when Scott's book coming out, you order it from Scott, you get the signature, you get like the little magnet, the number, little magnet. Um, I love all that stuff because it's like an extra thing you can collect. You know. Yeah, hundred percent. Looks like it'll be a good book as well. Yeah, I've got the uh, the f- first one. Um, was that the one that I grabbed? The it was the one that I grabbed recently, <clears throat> wasn't it? I believe it was, yeah. I think it was. Oh, I got that at the expo. Um, but, yeah, I think – I believe that one came with nameplates if you ordered the original one as well. Oh, it's like that at the bottom of this pile. I can't even see mine. I need more shelves now. And my bookcase is officially full and I've got like another 20 books I need to put in it. Oh, so this new one's got New Guinea in it as well, New Guinea reptiles. Yes, Yep. That's cool. But um, some awesome, yeah, awesome photographs in it. Mm. Yeah, I really. I think the first one's sold out. Is it? Um, maybe I think. It, maybe it's from the AHS. I'm not sure. Maybe from the AHS, but I got it from the Illawarra Herb Society. Was when I, when yep. I bought it. I bought it through them. So they definitely. I mean, at the expo, they had probably at least fifteen copies. I want to say, from memory. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look, there you go. Mangrove monitor. I just opened it up to that. <laughs> Trust I open it a book and it goes to a veranda. Yeah. My gecko books are open and they're kind of wedged open to the leaf tail page. <laughs> like it just falls open. But, um, yeah. No, and I think there's, there's, they've got another book coming out too. I was chatting with, uh, I'm going to send my email off. There's another one coming out pretty soon. Oh, wicked. Oh, actually, I ordered another two books as well from Steve Wilson, his new field guide to reptiles of Queensland. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. I saw that he was saying that people get on the pre-order or something with that one as well. Yeah. So I ordered some of them. Wicked. I don't know when. I don't, I'm not too sure when they'll be uh, finished and, and posted, but, yeah, I've ordered some of them. But, yeah, I think AHS are doing another one. That's what I was going to check. Um, Chris, Chris did this one as well. Was um, I was edited by Chelsea Mayo and Chris Williams. Yep. Yeah. So I was chatting with Chris, and he was saying, um, "Rick Shine by." Ah, uh, yep. yep. That'll be worth it for sure. Yeah, definitely. So oh, that's cool. More books. But yeah, keen for that. Yeah. Been a bit slow lately with books. I haven't bought. I wanted to obviously ordered those a couple, but haven't had any books delivered for a while. So yeah, it's the joys of not going on social media. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spend so much money. <laughs> no, no. But um, yeah, no, I actually I did pick up. A, I think I mentioned that I picked up one of the other coggers that I don't have, but it's a library edition. So I want to get that new one. The the uh, the same one as Todd had. Oh, seventh edition. Yeah, I think so. I might yeah. put that on my birthday. List. That might actually be on sale. You might be able to pick that up on sale from CSIRO. I know they've got their uh, thirty dollars. Remember, mate. I'm on a budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll wait a couple of couple of weeks and save my pennies. Yeah, and then I'll have a baby, and then I won't have any pennies. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah, I'll put it on the birthday list. I reckon that'll be a good one for somebody yeah. for fam- oh, family to grab me for that for the birthday. <clears throat> That's what I do usually for my birthdays. I've always done it with my parents. Like I've always ordered books. Mum's like, "You guys just come what do you want? I'll buy a book and I'll give it to her, and then she gives me the money for it, <laughs> and then she gives me the book for my birthday." <laughs> oh well, unless you're getting something that you're after. Yeah, and, that's exactly you know, right. It's not just being wasted. That's what she said. She'd go, I'd rather give you something you want. And she goes, there's no point telling me the name of the book because I'll get the wrong book. Yeah. I say, exactly. So. Get the wrong edition or something like that. That's right. I already got that one, Mom. God. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. What the sign copy. Gosh. Full spoiled kid. Like, Yeah. Having a tantrum. tantrum. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 30 to 34. I live out of home and I'm chucking the tantrum. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, man. Yeah. No, I'm not like that. I'm pretty easy going. I'm happy with whatever I get from anyone. Yeah, I know what you mean. 
Did you did you happen to catch that um, photo on Instagram of uh, wildlife bearded dragon and Granny's new enclosure design? Yeah, I did. Yeah, that um, that's a, a pretty good looking um, setup. I reckon. I reckon that'll work for quite a few things. Yeah, I was even um, thinking for your leafies in that sort of style of thing, like because it'd be quite nice and airy. Yeah, nice and open. Um, because it's got the vents on the sides. Sides, vents on the tops. Vents on the sides, tops, nice big glass door. Yep, single swing glass door. Which is exactly what I like. Um, nice big open door. Yeah, no, that looks good. Wonder, good for boards and stuff as well. I don't know if it mentioned it at all, but I would wonder if the bottom of it's sealed. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm not sure. You could always no, nah, it doesn't look to be, but you could always stick a layer of your own ceiling in as well. Mm. I think the only other thing that I would change is I'd turn the top into a pelmet. Yeah. So you'd hide your lights and stuff like that. That's just my personal mm. preference though. Like that's neither here nor there really. But yeah. I do like the fact that they're coming up with something a bit different that's just, you know, because you see a lot of these guys that do these sort of similar enclosures. Like I think they've always done a really good job of their enclosures. Like their their timber work and stuff looks really neat as far as, you know, melamine boxes yeah. go. Um, but they all do the exact same thing and they don't seem to kind of go, oh, let's think of something new. Uh, it's yeah. good, to the, good to see these guys kind of going, well, you know what, we're going to change the door design. We're going to think about all this extra ventilation. Ventilation's usually overlooked as well. Massively. Yeah. Like Tyson and I were talking about that the other day when, when he was here and, you know, yeah, 100%. I, I think that's it's probably the number one thing that's overlooked really. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But... um. I mean, like if you think Exo Terrors, they've got pretty good ventilation. They've got the the vent on the front, air comes in under the door, goes up throughout the top. Whereas most of your um, your melamine, most people are just putting like a fifty mil hole in and putting a sink strainer or like a square hundred fifty hundred fifty vent, and that's kind of it. Mm. One vent, so there's no in and out kind of no convection. You know, what's it? What's a convection? That's what I was looking mm. for. Um, but yeah. I don't know. I guess, yeah, it's kind of overlooked, but... I'm even trying to think about how to do it better in the enclosures that I've got here because after putting those backgrounds in, I essentially sealed off a lot of the side ventilation because these enclosures actually had the mm. vents on the side. But what I'd like to do is, because they do have, like, the top uh, in the pelmet, they've got, like, the, the big vent or, you know, the roof's completely mm. vented. But I'd like to do some sort of vent along the front edge, Um but even if, because there's they've got large mesh on the top of that, you could set up two fans, one to push air in, one to suck air out on the other side. That's true. So it's drawing air down and the other one's drawing air out. Mm, that's very true. That wouldn't be too hard <clears> to do either because I've already got the fans in there. I just need to add another set of fans in there to, you know. And computer fans are pretty cheap. Yeah. I can't remember what I paid for mine. Mine were even like with a USB plug. I want to say they were like. It's like twenty five bucks, bucks or something, something for two of yeah. them or something. Oh, maybe you know. So, yeah, yeah, and they're like a hundred and twenty mil fans, so they're pretty reasonable size. Yeah, yeah, maybe I'll look at doing something like that. But I still, I yeah, still just, wouldn't mind. Like, cause I don't want to run fans twenty four seven either. Otherwise, you're just sucking all the heat out of the box. Yeah, that's true. But you could just run it on like a, a cycle. Mm. Well, I haven't come on like uh, twice a day now, and then if the yeah. room gets too hot, then they come on as well. Um, just to yeah. suck air out. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Something to think about. I still wouldn't mind putting some sort of vent in there so there's like a that, that convection yeah. properly happening Yeah, more so. And then you could just use one fan, drawing air out, mm. sucking it through the vent mm. instead of two. But um, stick it on your grid connect. It's all on the grid connect. Yeah. I've got to take two power boards back actually. Do you? Yeah, one Wi-Fi unit just, f- just failed, all the yep, and the other one I've got a f- the dodgy outlet on it. I have heard a, p- a couple of people having issues lately. I had two boards of mine die that were on my fish tank. That we had a surge in power, and I think I told you we had like a bit of a blackout and everything. 
just basically yeah. crapped itself and they just never turned back on. Um, yeah. I didn't keep the receipts for them because I'm not very smart. So, you know, probably could have claimed them, but. I'm pretty sure you can just take them back to Bunnings. They'll just swap them like for like because I'm pretty sure Arlec is a Bunnings brand. Yeah, okay. Like the only people that sell it's Bunnings. Might be too late for that anyway. They might be <laughs> get get too late. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> so, but that, that's been the only thing that I've actually lost from them. But I think, uh, I think uh, Chris Chris messaged me not too long ago saying that he was having issues with one of his boards or something like that, or yeah, or he couldn't get the the schedules to work properly or or something like that. Like they were being really painful with it. So yeah. yeah. Technology. Though. I've got to replace some batteries in some of my um, sensors as well. They're getting low. My thermometer. Yeah, just one. I was at 50% actually, so that's not too bad. But, if I mean, for the price you pay. And Bunnings are pretty good with returns, so. Half the time they don't even ask a question. No, that's right. They'll just swap it straight over because they'd rather not have a a blowback sort of thing. Yeah. Tell you what, I was pretty bang on with my um, temperatures, I was saying before. The tops just stays at 14, pretty much. The lower one's about 10. I wonder what my room's been lately. It's toasty in here, mate. 21. Yeah, right. <laughs> no wonder I took my slippers off. Yeah, I got me slippers on. I got me nice jumper my missus bought me for my birthday. But, so, uh, the man, i tell you what. Lowest it's been today is 18. Has put up some absolutely cracker shots lately, eh? Yeah. He's been killing it. He ticked off a bunch of uh, leaf tails. Yeah. He got, uh, what did he get? He got Wyberba, got Swainy, and Moritz leaf tails. It's a good haul. He invited me on that trip too, but I couldn't make it. That sucks. Unfortunately. Well, you've had a bad run with the kids and stuff, being a bit caught. <clears throat> oh, yeah. All sorts of gear happening. Hey? I was supposed to go to the snow the other week, but. To cancel that, kids and daycare, mate. Yeah, bring every single bug home under the sun. And they get sick for a couple of days, and then my missus gets sick. I'm usually not too bad, but mm. it just goes through everyone like wildfire. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. No, no, definitely not. But you know, it is what it is. It's just part of having kids, I guess. Yep. And everything goes in the mouth. Literally everything goes in the mouth. Everything. You take your eyes off for two seconds and they'll be doing something they're not supposed to be doing. <laughs> you watch them for four hours, they'll do everything they're supposed to do. As soon as you blink or go to the toilet, you come out and they're doing something they're supposed to do. <laughs> so. Big little kitty straight jackets when they're when you have to leave them unsupervised for a second. <laughs> yeah, go to the toilet, whatever you need to do. But no, it's good. Wouldn't change it. Wouldn't change it. But I just can't wait to uh, start getting stuck into some enclosures. Well, that give me something to do in here a bit. Especially while it's cooler before you start taking off for the year. That'll be yeah good to nail a few things there. I- yeah, because it's... I'd like to set up some first so they've got time to settle in and get used to yeah. used to it. I reckon uh, once that gets the ball rolling with that fella, it'll be pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So and then I just won't have time to build backgrounds and stuff, <laughs> but I might even do what Jacob did with his. That looks sick. That looks easy too. Yeah, that's easier easier than building backgrounds. And as far as like timber backgrounds go, well, that's a lot better. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Better than my bloody foam carving skills, that's for sure. Oh, I've gone lazy, mate. I just take photos and stick them against the back. (laughs) (laughs) No skill required Uh, in that one. Yeah. Well, lucky getting trying to get them all out of the way pretty quick now. So. Yeah. 
Yep, just before you'd be swamped. Just need this hand to come good so I can justify pulling down all the exoterras and tearing out the, the cruddy backgrounds in them and yep. putting them all back together. Yeah. No. That's it. That's it. I just, yeah, got a couple of plans, but just need time. Time, time, time. Let's know where he got his, um, I might chat to him actually, see where he got his bark from, what bark it is. He said it was iron bark in the in the post, iron but bark. yeah, that'll be I a nice, read it probably. nice hardwood. Yeah, yeah. No doubt you'll be able to find it around. You just got to find the right people for it. Yeah, definitely. Find a farmer. Find a farmer with some trees that he's got. You know, and you can go and harvest whatever's lying on the ground below him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it looks good. Just silicon it in and fill it in with some dirt and peat moss and bark dust and. Yeah. The perfect medium for growing ferns out of Keep it moist. That would be so much easier than building backgrounds too because you're not having to hassle so hard about it. It'll look nice and natural and silicon will be cured within a week depending, well, you know, well and truly within a week, but like fumed yeah. out as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Might be the way to go for a few of them. Yeah. I'll probably just do all of them, like, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> It'll because uh, I'm yeah nice and uniform then. Even as far so, as like the white berber and stuff go, you could actually just get like um, you know a lot of the like landscape places sell like granite bush rock and stuff like that. Hmm. You could find slabs of that. I've even got some here that you could probably just have. Um, yeah, and if you <clears> stack <throat> that right in those enclosures, that would look awesome as well, just as a hmm. a rock crevice. At worst case, you can always yeah. just pull it down like that. Yeah, that's right. Maybe just keep the white berber to the bottom or something like that so it's not too so heavy. It's not heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I'd do because I'd keep the cooler stuff a little bit lower. Yeah. Because obviously the floor gets a bit cooler than up the top. Mm. That's my plan anyway. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, that'll be fine. But, yeah, if you've got rocks in there, nice and heavy. Oh, yeah. But, um, the frog's going off. It's a party tonight. I reckon it's this time of year that he does tend to get into it yeah i remember when we kind of first really started doing the podcast when i moved in here that was august last he's, year yeah yeah he was getting right into it he's then. going mental yeah no it's good he's, he's, oh, he's moved now he's moved <clears throat> but oh, good stuff man yeah that was a good little awesome. catch up yeah we had uh, a bit of a break last week I was sick kids and whatnot we we're gonna jump on but i think Eric was herping too, so we we're kind of like, oh, we'll just take the opportunity to have yeah. a bit of time off. So I'd not long hurt my hurt my finger, so I was pretty yeah. grumpy. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, didn't feel like talking to anybody. <laughs> no, yeah, and I had literally had two sick kids and temperatures of thirty nine and everything. Yeah, so. yeah, that's yeah. not cool. Yep. Mm. Alrighty, guys, we would like to sign off now and we'd like to say thanks to Eric and Owen and the rest of the MPI crew for having us. If you'd like to contact them, it's best to find them at moreliapythonradio.com and email them at info at Make sure to follow the MPI network on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. As far as contacting us and our social media platforms, you can email us at australianherpticulture at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as well. Make sure to check out our Teespring store for podcast merch. The link is on the Facebook page. To see more of what Jason is doing, make sure to follow him on Facebook and Instagram at The Gecko Effect. And for myself, you can find me on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, and Teespring under Beach of Scaly Beasts. We hope to have you back next week for another episode of the Australian Herpticulture Podcast. Good night, everyone. Good night.